You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. We are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we are here with our guests, John Short and Melissa Brokaw from 704 Open Streets, or Open Street 704 is like we like to call it. Um, This is powered by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina, and this is the fastest growing family-friendly event in Charlotte. It is a day of car-free carefree, streets with games, activities, and an opportunity to connect with purpose. More than 60,000 people have come out to Open Street 704 in the past, and this is the fifth event, and it will be coming up on April 29th. Let me tell you a little bit about what that event will, uh, will look like. For four hours that Sunday afternoon, people can walk, dance, play, ride bikes, basically do anything but drive on a four-mile path on the streets from Noda to Commonwealth and through Belmont, Optimus Park, and Plaza Millwood. So we're really excited to, to hear a little bit more about that on our Brand Butters podcast. And we got two people that can talk the talk and certainly walk the walk. So welcome John Short and Melissa Brokaw. John, hey. Melissa, good to see you all this morning. Great. Thanks for having us. Thanks we're, for having yeah, us. Excited Absolutely. to be here. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us. Um, so as Brian mentioned, this this is the fifth Open Streets 704, now powered by Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. And each one has taken us to a different part of the city. This time we return to parts of two past popular routes in Noda and Commonwealth, is exploring new ways around is exploring new ways around the town part of the event's appeal? Um, yeah, I think definitely. Um, and as you mentioned, this is we are returning to some neighborhoods. So uh, it is it is not only exploring new neighborhoods, but now that we are in our fifth event, what we really want to do is establish um, that brand and have people know what to expect when they hear it. When they hear Open Street 704, they know what that means. And part of that is is having a consistent route every year. But this year, we've also incorporated Belmont. So we've done NODA before. We've done the Commonwealth Plaza Midwood area. And so we're, we're really, uh, the new piece of this one is the Belmont neighborhood. Excellent. Tell me, so th- this is the fifth annual one. How did this concept um, come about? And, and ha- tell me a little bit about how it started. Sure. Um, a couple of years ago, a guy named Gil Penaloso with 880 Cities came and spoke to the Knight Foundation. Um, he stages these events all around the world. Um, he's from Colombia. South America, and they in Colombia they close eighty miles of streets every Sunday. It's amazing. Wow! So they're all about connecting people, and a great team in Charlotte got together and thought, "What can we do to bring this to the Queen City?" So is that more of a of a culture in that entire country where on Sundays it's you know we're gonna and, and this is every single Sunday. This is not like a special event. It's, it's every Sunday. Um, it's their culture now, but definitely I think there's more of a take a day off kind of vibe and we're trying to spread that here yeah that's very cool so the fifth one it's gained a lot of traction now you guys are sponsored you've had sixty thousand people what is it like to kind of be a part of a group in five years you now have sixty thousand participants and now you're sponsored by one of the biggest companies Mm -hmm. in charlotte well we're actually only a little about over two years in because we're two events a year but it's been amazing growth it's been really exciting um and it's just fun to see people having fun in the streets and to see people excited about it. And tell me, so when you're going to one of these events, and I talked briefly about, you know, when you're walking and you're talking and you can have bicycles and there's companies out there and they're sponsoring things, what is the the appeal or what are kind of, kind of some of the activities that you guys will have instead of just like walking down the path? Are there companies there set up? Is there stuff for kids? Tell us about the day-to-day activities of the actual event. 
Uh, yeah, you, uh, we will have all those things and more. So we do have people that come out. What we like to do is repeat the businesses and people that are on the route directly to come out and participate. And we have what um, we have people host activities, and it, all activities are free. So if you're walking down the street and you see something, you can go do it for free. And what that might include, it could be a yoga studio, it could be an uh, an artist doing painting, giving painting lessons. It's musicians. Uh, it's dancers, it's everything. And any anything that anyone's doing that you see as you're walking down, you can just stop and participate right then and there for free. So, But uh, we don't allow promotions. It's not the same vibe as like something like Speed Street or something like that, which are totally great in their own right. But there aren't vendors selling things on the street. Everything that, that is out there, uh, participants are able to do for free. And that's by design. Interesting. You guys make this very accessible for everyone Tell us about some of the routes that you've gone um, to make that accessible for everyone. Go ahead. Sure. Open Streets is about connecting neighborhoods. So we really try to connect neighborhoods that you wouldn't think, wow, this is that close together. Our very first event went from the edge of Elizabeth, from CPCC, all the way to the heart of Noda. And who would have thought that's only a 5K? It's three miles apart, but it sounds far. So we've connected there. Um in our second event, we connected five points right beer Johnson C. Smith and went all the way down to South End. Who knew that's only about three miles as well? Interesting. And if, if I can add something to that, another way that we connect not only uh, different neighborhoods who, who seem far away but aren't, we want to make these uh, events accessible to everyone all over the city. So this event is not just for people that live in those neighborhoods. It's for all of Charlotte. And one way we help to do that is trying to be close to greenways mm -hmm. and public transit. So this particular event, now that the light rail is open, you could anywhere, you know, along that uh, that new line or the old line, you can get off at the Parkwood station or you can get off at the 36th station and you'll be right there at the route. And same if you're coming up the greenway um, that goes into Cordelia Park from um, the Little Sugar Creek extension, you'd be right there in the heart of the uh, of the new route. So we, we take those into account as well. How can we get other people from around the city there easily and um, inexpensively? So it's all about connecting communities, right? That's uh, correct. Connecting yes. one community with another, as sort of Charlotte as a whole. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. And are you seeing like success from the event? Uh, are 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 people coming out and are people making new connections that otherwise they never would have spoken to and things of that nature? I would say yes. I think neighborhoods are really uniting, being strong. Um, I live over in Madison Park, which is not right next to this route, but after we were on the route for the fourth event, everyone is excited, and my neighborhood is having a neighborhood bike ride to get over there, even though that's probably about a five-mile ride to the end of the route. So that's really exciting to see more people on bikes and just participating. And that's that's a really good point because it's not so much about bringing the communities together that are only on the route. It's also about bringing people that might be on a route before or maybe the route's not by your house. Exactly. Maybe you're excited about it and you're like, maybe I can get them to come down by my house soon. And that would be pretty cool. I'm lucky enough to to um, to just purchase a home and just had a son and we were right on the greenway. Um, and it's amazing. McAlpine Creek Greenway actually is part of our neighborhood. So to be able to experience that every day is, is unbelievable, but I know not everybody has that access. So it's really cool to kind of create an event exactly. that opens that up. And um, so that's really neat. Well, one thing that I was doing a little bit of research on this, and, and if you're in Charlotte and you like beer, there's breweries everywhere. You guys have a pretty cool announcement that there's even going to be an Open Street 704 debuting at this event. And not only one, but four. Yes, we Tell are me about that. super excited. So um, 
Free Range, Legion, Birdsong, Heist and Salute, Heist and Salute kind of partnered, are all came together, brewed one beer, they split it into four batches, and then this week they actually went on a foraging trip to get ingredients, and each, they went along the greenways, found I think like some lavender, rosemary, not exactly sure what else. Each brewery is putting their own spin on the beer, and we'll be serving it. There's even going to be a little incentive if you go and get a sample of all four. Wow. Well, I'm a beer guy, so I'm definitely going to have to check that out. And uh, and that's so interesting to think that you're going to be drinking a beer that was using ingredients right here. I know. It's amazing. That it's is really pretty. exciting. So cool. So tell you guys, have, so I, I was wrong. It's not five years. It's two years, but five events. Now that you've already had 60,000 people, you're sponsored by this. It, what is the draw? Do you have companies that want to be involved, but also what's the direction that you're going to take this? I mean, it's been uber successful so far. What's the end goal or what are we, what are we really pushing for in, in the next couple of years and what's your vision? Well, um, those are good lofty questions, which, which I appreciate. <laughs> I like to throw them all at yeah, you. <laughs> no, those are good. What are, what are your hopes and dreams? I get it. Um, I know. so, <laughs> so obviously the first thing for us is we were, we were fortunate enough, fortunate enough to be funded the last two years through the Knight Foundation grant. So we didn't have to worry about where our funding was coming from. Uh, now that we want to be sustainable on our own, we have to produce quality events for everyone. And we have to produce uh, events that get people out of their homes so that we can attract sponsorship. That's just that's just being honest about it. That's what we have to do to survive. So what we want to do is build this brand so that people recognize this event and not only know what it is, but want to come to it right away. And so far, we've been really successful with that. And we're really proud to have Blue Cross Blue Shield on board. And uh, we hope to continue them, you know, staying on board. But for us, we want to grow it and we want to have people understand that in late April, early May, and sometime around late September, early October, they know their calendar is marked. Open Streets is coming. We're going to be there. And it's just, it's just a known entity like Spring Fest or Festival in the Park. And I would add on about sponsorship. It's amazing that we have a great title sponsor in Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. But we also have a lot of community support, businesses along the route, donating a percentage of proceeds, um, families and neighborhood associations adopting a block to decorate and take on as their own. So if you want to be involved, if you want to give this something to support, you can do it no matter who you are. And that brings up a unique point. And I think with Charlotte, I, I grew up in Atlanta and, and and community has a whole different meaning in Atlanta. It's such a big city. Uh, in Charlotte, I feel like it's a lot smaller. But I will say this, and being a new homeowner, it seems like talking to a lot of people that move into new neighborhoods, whether that's you know more uh, people moving from the north or not being Charlotteans, it seems like it's a very back porch society. It's not a front porch society where you're helping out your neighbor, you're caring about your community. You even know someone that lives in your neighborhood. So it's pretty cool to see this event kind of bring that together and get people back out on their front porch, get people out trying to help your neighbor and get people out and say like, look, this is who we are. And it's not just driving the driveway, put the garage down. And, you know, and that's just kind of what it seems like now. Everybody's mm -hmm. kind of like their own little oh, bubble. For sure. um, yep. So that's cool. Like it, it kind of drives all of that. And that's a pretty neat thing. It, that's really true. And the, the uh, front porch back for back porch metaphor is very apt. And it's, it's one that I like as well. Um, I think, you know, that's the, you know, we have our, our, our centers along the route, right? Right. Like, so Commonwealth is a big commercial center. People are going to go there and have a great time. And we love that. We want people to do that. Same with down in Noda. 
But the middle part of the route is where you get into the neighborhood section of the route. We always want to have that. That's something that we never want to go away because when you're walking through a neighborhood, it's so much different than driving through it, right? It takes a few seconds to drive through. It could take minutes upon minutes to walk through and you really see who who lives there. What are the houses like? What kind of trees are around here? And you get a different appreciation for not only places that you've never been before, but, na- but neighborhoods you've driven through a thousand times. You've been to plenty of times, but you've never been through it like this. Mm-hmm. And you're always discovering a new thing when you see a neighborhood in a new way. Especially when you walk. I mean, I, I can firsthand say when you drive by something, you will never notice something until you walk by it. And then you're yep. going, how did I drive by that a thousand times? Yeah, I've right. never noticed that like beautiful tree or house or whatever it is. Um, that's really neat right there. And what what about if you're uh, you know, an artist or you're a small business owner and, and you're really pushing kind of the relationship and, and the neighborhood kind of side, can you go to these events and pass out things and talk? Or if you want to get involved to be able to set up there, how is how does that work and how can someone get involved? Because I think that would be an awesome place to like, either sell your product or network or or anything like that. Sure. So we don't really allow selling on the route, but we do allow people to come and share their stories, share what they're doing. Um, Go to our website, openstreet704.com, and click on the Get Involved tab. We have notes or drop-down menu. You can sign up to host an activity. Um, We had food truck sign-ups. Those are closed now. Um, Sign up to volunteer. So all different ways you can get involved. The, The best way is to host an activity. We'll give you a little more leeway with that. We, we don't like people to come and just hand out materials, even if they're not selling anything. Yep. Um, if you're going to be on the route, quote unquote, promoting your business, you need to you need to be hosting an activity for free. Can they come up with any creative activity? Does that activity Absolutely. have to be approved by y'all or, or what's the, the basis around that? Because I, I would imagine, like you mentioned yoga, that's really awesome. Yeah. Like get a free yoga right. session right there. That's cool. So we've had all sorts of things. Um I remember our second event was in the fall and one of the most popular things was pumpkin painting. And I think it was a real estate company who brought it. It was not what you don't think like real estate pumpkins, but it was a huge hit. So just something that people have fun with and like is a great way to attract people. And then talk up your brand, talk up your business. Yeah. And we do give people some latitude on that. And we just as a FYI, we do have four zones. We break our route up into four sections. You have an art zone, a wellness zone, a family zone, and a green zone. So normally someone has some sort of activity. We can usually find a zone that it would fit naturally into. But um, it's not that we approve and disapprove um, activities. It's just if something has like too many requirements around it that we can't accommodate them like structurally or physically, then there might be something. But otherwise, yeah, it's like free range, whatever you want to do. And we can usually help you come up with an activity because we know what's worked before. And with 60,000 people, it, I mean, you guys have all, all walks of life that are coming in here. Um, if you're in, I guess if you're in the community, if you have a, a corporation, is there a way to donate to this if you can't be involved? Um, what like, When you talk about, okay, now that we don't have the grant, that this is where the fun begins, right? Now we have to, to yes. go out and pull in this money and, and, and bring that in. Can a company just donate money to that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Again, go to our site, Open Street 704 at the Get Involved tab. We have sponsorship brochures. Mm-hmm. You can look at, they have contact information so you can get in touch and we'll be happy to work with you. Very cool. And we have sponsorship for any type of business, whether yeah. you're writing a big check, want to give a percentage of proceeds from a certain day, whatever you want, we're happy to work with you. And y'all remember, I think the best thing about this entire event is it is free. It yes. is free. Yep. So if you have a family, this is a great event. I have a newborn. He's coming. 
I, I do I do want to mention one thing that um, I forgot to say earlier is that uh, a large part of this, and it's been increasing every year, and I think Melissa mentioned that, is, uh, is our um, bicycle community. Every event we've had, we have more and more bikes on the right, which is great. Um, in fact, the one in Columbia, the original one, that's uh, every Sunday is very bike heavy, and that's probably why they're able to do it every Sunday. It's almost all bikes. But anyway, if you don't have a bike, uh, all B-cycles in Charlotte will be pulled from their stations and will be available for free on the route the day of. And if you have children, awesome. we will have free uh, bike rentals from Trips for Kids also available on the route, first come, first serve. Yes. That's, that is awesome. It is. I it's mean, great. Because I, I don't have a bike right now. Yep. And I do have a kid. So I'm like, that's like, yeah. I need both yeah. of those. Yeah. Yes. Four, four mile route on a bike is way easier than walking it. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and then you can just see exactly what you want to see and you can just yep. stop with the family and then you won't miss out on anything. Um, very neat. Very neat. Well, you guys, I, it's been a pleasure learning a little bit more about it. I'm excited about it. I, I know my wife's excited about it. We're, we're excited to get out of the house at all right now. So this I'm is a sure you day. are. Um, but it's one that, that supports our community. And, and, you know, if you guys have any ideas and you want to do this, make sure you get in touch with them. Um, thank you guys so much, Melissa yep. and John, for coming on. And, and really look forward to Open Street 704 we coming up We look forward to seeing you. Yep, April 29th. We'll see you there. Thank you all. Thanks. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.